Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? They're in the computer? This is getting out of hand. Wow! Strange things are afoot. Hold on the potato! Listen! You smell something? Hello and welcome to the Clear History Podcast, the podcast where we go on the internet, look at a bunch of stupid shit, and then talk about it. I'm your old pal Steven, with me as always is... Hot Hams, this is Megan. And today we have two guests, we have Sean. Hello. And his wife Robin. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 And so as a follow up to last week's, or not week's, but hey, you know what? Sometimes we're not going to be on time. And you guys we have jobs and shit. Yeah. But, um. Where are you looking? I am part of that club. Don't worry. We are not giving up. If you don't see a post from us, it doesn't mean that we are quitting. We are just not posting this week or whatever. So, we had in the last episode. We did Would You Rather episodes, or Would You oh, Rather yeah, Questions. Oh, yeah, Would You Rather Questions, and those were weird. And our buddies uh, Nick and Brandon from Tennis Pod sent us a suggestion. So, this is for you, Sean and Robin. Oh, God. Would you rather give birth to a baby with your mouth, and it says, think cat with hairball, mm. or... Sleep in the same bed with a different... Yeah, no, I'm not sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> Sleep in the same bed <laughs> with a different random homeless man once per month till the day you die. Oh, uh, how long is the labor? It doesn't say. I think it just happens when you're not expecting it and you're just like... <laughs> I'll do that because that's going to be over. Can we make and... demands? Can we... Can we force them to? Because what if they the have a baby? Yes. Or the I... baby, mouth baby. Well, you know, <laughs> the homeless man. I don't Is know. Is he clean? I don't know that uh, they'd be clean. I think uh-huh. it's just they appear in your like they're they just, they're just transported from their homeless huh? spot into your and marital bed. From their from squatters paradise. Yeah. <laughs> from and one, they disappear at six a.m. At six a.m. For one I night, mean, you can do whatever you want. They are home full. Home full. Yeah. And then they are homeless. But if you know if this sort of thing interests you, you could uh, pay attention to our sponsor. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, how often are you giving birth to cat baby? Once. Just once. once. Well, you know, so, yeah, way, I'm, I'm gonna do that. The way that but, I thought about it, though, is that now you have this being to take care of. Yeah. But the homeless guy yeah, just wants him on in yeah. and out. Yeah, he's gonna disappear. And you're doing a service for a night. Yeah, you're being so a good giving them person. a place at home. It's yeah, a good but, thing. I mean, but then the homeless. The, okay, so then the I mouth baby. The hand jobs only implied. It's not. I mean, it's not. It's a yeah. It's a service. It's a nice a gesture. It's a nice gesture. I I'm worried about um, how big this baby is and my throat rupturing. Yeah. Because I know how hyena ladies give birth out of their fake dicks, and I've seen that. What? And... <laughs> you got some homework to do, right? Clear your history. Yes, clear, clear your history. <laughs> Yes. Wow, I missed it. I gave a whole expose that you can listen Ooh. to if you'd like. A little too expose Expose. <laughs> Is that safe for at work or around? I think, you know, I think the homeless thing could be fun. I mean, you <laughs> no, guys no, could no. sit up and tell ghost stories. 
you know, and, Listen, and he could can, he could spin you a, a I'm hobo sure tail. They got all kinds of yarns. <laughs> a yard, they can the old strain. hobo yarn. I yeah. be, oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for yeah, your yeah. comfy bed. No, yeah. I, I, I mean, was, it just, I used to be a bajillionaire. Yeah. I used to have millions, millions you of could, dollars. Uh, you seen trading places? Because that was me. I don't you know why I go uh, straight to Charles Manson. You could you could spend hours like braiding his back hair. You know, I do that with Steve. Call me. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> also, it'd be a little weird though when yeah. you know your child climbs into bed with you and there's a homeless man, and our child does it's no different than the dog crawling into bed with you. Really, <laughs> probably as many fleas. I and... mean, maybe you'd feel better about yourself, but no one would yeah. know about your charitable acts because you know, who are you going to tell that a homeless man sleeps in your bed? It's also? not about getting the notoriety. It's about doing good for your fellow man. Yeah, you <laughs> get brownie points. That's right. Hashtag Team Hobo. Team Hobo. <laughs> but the, but you're still on the mouth, baby? Kids go away after a while. All right. Well, if you're interested in more weird uh, things that people talk about and questions they can ask, listen to Tanish Podcast, where yeah. everything that happens in that show relates around hot dogs and peanut butter. Megan, I understand that you have something prepared. Oh, I didn't prepare shit. You prepared an interesting uh, adventure? I think Sean could should go first. Oh, Sean's going go first? first? Well, let me spin you a yarn. Oh, he actually heard this from a homeless man that a was staying man. in his bed. It's night. true. <laughs> it was after I braided his back here. <laughs> no, this is, uh, this is a little ditty. Uh, going back, um, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a story as old as time, but... Um, <laughs> You know, people have talents, right? And uh, the best thing in the world is to get paid for your talent. Your God-given talent. I wish talent. I could get paid for my... Well, you know, I do in a way, but it's not yeah. my passion. Mm-hmm. Well, this do the is, chickens have large talents? They do have large talents. <laughs> <laughs> but this is about being a professional farter. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And the long, torrid history of professional farting. This is uh, a thing. It's a thing. This, this is, is something thing. that you get it's a, shit it's a, about. It's a thing that goes <laughs> uh, all the way up to modern times. You know, there is Wait. there is some professional farters out there in the world today, living among us, gods among men. I mean, I saw a lady like a video of a lady. <laughs> well, that's that for forcing <laughs> creeps on Howard Stern yeah. live, yeah. and that was yeah. really disturbing. However, you make oh, your yeah, money. So, you know. It goes back forever. So you know what the oldest joke is in the world? What it was? Pull my finger? No. It was a fart joke, yes. Okay. But it wasn't pull my finger. Oh. Back, actually, it goes to ancient Sumerian... It's, it's a proverb from ancient Sumeria. Uh, 1900 BC. It reads something... Something which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. Now, it's not funny. <laughs> But it's a fart joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was funny back then. It was or... a different time. Also, yeah. I feel like the I feel like the humor back then was like delayed, where it was like, oh, yeah. 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 Mm. British never got over that. So, Sumerians hung out with aliens. So fart, you know, the farting being funny has been very popular throughout time. And uh, there is one man by the name of Roland. Okay, also the name of the guy who's. And the Dark Tower series. Yeah. yeah. Which... Roland the Farter is okay. what his name was. Uh, he was the court minstrel to the 12th century English king, Henry II. He probably had many talents as a court jester. 
But history has recorded only one. Referred to uh, variously as Roland Le Sassier or Roland Le Farter. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Or Roland the Farter. <laughs> Roland really had he had one job in the court. Every Christmas during oh. during the court's uh, riotous pageant, he performed a little dance. Right, that ended in one jump, one whistle, and one fart. Every time? Every time. How can you plan that? Uh, He could fart on command. It's talent. Uh, He executed it simultaneously. So he jumped, whistled, and farted at the same time. So he's like one of those Lipizzan stallions that they trained to do the dressage acts for 20 years. So for this, Roland was gifted a manor house. In Hemingston, Suffolk. Was that where he learned he real was manners? Yeah. For his in more than 100 acres of land. Oh, I remember back in the for day. For farting on cue. Are back, you kidding me? I'm not it, kidding you. When you were like the coolest kid, if you could burp the alphabet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could do it still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you would think that this was a unique experience in history. A man becoming so wealthy for farting on cue. Uh, but actually, <laughs> there's a lot of experiences of people who've made a lot of money farting on cue. Yeah. Uh, another one is a guy, I'm going to kill this, uh, Karifuri Hansaki Otoko. Okay. Meaning, the mist descending flower blossom man. Oh, that's <laughs> That is epic. Wait, what? The mist? It translates to the mist descending flower blossom man. Okay. Who in 1774 demonstrated his ability to take in quantities of air and release it in a modulated flatulent. So he sucks it up his butt? Yeah, he could Mm. suck air through his butt. And and then he he hoots it out. He could fart you a little tune. That's, I mean, that's, that's impressive. I, I hardly have control over my farts. Obviously in Japan. So he, he made a, you know quite a bit of money there in 17th you know, century Japan. And then takes us to France with Le Potome or Manet or literally translated to The Maniac Farter. Not to be name. confused with Monet or Monet. Monet, yes. <laughs> And his name was Young Joseph Pujol. And he would dress in a tuxedo. And he'd announce each sound as if he were presenting a musical solo. So he was a concierge. Oh, gosh. Oh, Wait, what would that even sound like? Concierto of farts. <laughs> so, of course... Like, uh, the type? Like, he announced, like... Yeah, he was... And now, for the silent but deadly. Yes. And then the whole audience goes, Oh! Oh, no! So, oh. have you heard this? <laughs> Be flat. Be <laughs> 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 sharp. So, obviously... <laughs> the incongruence of a dignified gentleman letting farts only added to the humor. Dignified. Of dignified the thing. Dignified gentleman. So, he didn't only toot songs... And impressions of thunder, as he called them, <laughs> oh my. from down under. Oh. But he could smoke a cigarette with his bottom and <gasps> blow out candles 
Holy and God. even the gas jets. Who's watching him blow out candles? Who is watching his now, asshole pucker to blow out a candle? Some women fainted. Everybody at his birthday party. <laughs> and Lord has it. Lore has it that the Moulin Rouge stationed nurses in the aisles to help the ladies who fainted from his farce. Yes, because from his butthole gaping, like how does... No, it wasn't because <laughs> no. they were disgusted. It was because yeah. they were so enthralled. They were enthralled. Oh, a man oh. who could control his flatulence. Oh, oh uh, my. Smoke the cigarette with your asshole. Oh, but, stop. Uh, but audience, better talk yeah. on air. <laughs> <laughs> audience members of both sexes roared with laughter. So, when not performing at the Moulin Rouge, Le Portemont did private shows for the wealthy aristocrats. (laughs) And can you guess what how he did them? Uh, He farted on their cocks. No, he did it in the nude, so they could get an up close personal (laughs) viewing of his. But efficient. Yeah, and if he was still doing it today, they would be using infrared technology so they could see the yes. fart coming I'm out of his ass. I'm just picturing like... It was, it was for, as I said, curious, wealthy gentlemen who wanted to know what was going on under his tuxedo tails. Oh, I'm it just picturing t- Ace Ventura. Like Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura yeah. talking with his butt. Mm. But it's this French guy and he's like, oh, and he spreads out oh. wide and blows out a candle. Oh, oh look at these. <laughs> <laughs> and and you would think that this died out, you know, when 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 uh, uh, people found other things to entertain them. Uh, but like TV. We 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 have our own modern day hero, and you can go out on YouTube and you can search for him. Garrett name, Stolpe. No, no. Oh. This man is named. <laughs> this man is named Captain Methane. Oh. He's actually British, so it's you know Methane. It's like it's like. <laughs> Capitan, man who eats fish, <laughs> Mithane. Mithane. Aluminium. But he actually, he actually has YouTube videos, and he dresses like a superhero. Yeah. Oh. Uh, in a purple and green outfit, and uh, he actually does uh, birthday wishes for people, so you can uh, send him money, and he will <laughs> fart the birthday song for people on YouTube. Um, he's actually been on several uh, variety shows. And uh, late night shows where he farts songs for people. Is he making a living, mm-hmm. though? He has a uh, YouTube channel that has quite a few followers, and they have commercials on him and stuff, so he's probably making enough money to probably live. He makes shits <laughs> figures. Shits figures. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you... You want to check him out? It's Captain Methane on YouTube, but uh, it's it's on YouTube. You know, it's not YouTube. The world is your oyster. It's one if of the you better have DC a God-given, Yeah, if you have a God-given <laughs> gift, you know, a talent, if you will, go out there and make something of yourself. Hey, are you tired of eating your cockle puffs from a little kitty bowl? Do you want a bowl that will strike fear in your enemies? They come to skullsforballs.com and hear the lamentation of the women. These balls are high quality, human harvested from sizes small to extra large. Go now to skullsforballs.com and use the promo code SKULLSKULLSKULLS5. I, I was doing some research for this Fabio thing and I didn't... Um, Wait, Fabio? This whole thing. 
I didn't put together. I didn't put together a whole thing, but there's this is a. I'm gonna basically just read this article from Esquire. It's, it's a short story by Dustin Kreklefletch or something. God uh, bless you. God bless you. He's got a crazy last name, but so. <laughs> the shot heard around the world the day the music died, our secret handjob at the first Lollapalooza, in an era rife with divisiveness and scandal, Whitewater, the O.J. Simpson murders, John Benet Ramsey, I wasn't getting any hand Carrot Top, only this... I was giving myself. All, <laughs> all this stuff is happening. I did it only this brush with national tragedy truly changed how we live now, and... You guessed it. On March 30th, 1999, male supermodel slash margarine spokesman Fabio killed a goose in midair with his face. Fabio, whose last name is Lazzoni, but who gives a shit because his name is Fabio. Fabio. I want like a strong first name. Fabio Lazzoni. That's a fucking dope last name. I want like... Like, but he doesn't need it. I don't know, like a really. I want a really like crazy first name, like. You can still do it. Like Munch Fuck Money. Munch Fuck. <laughs> so, anyways, Fabio went to Bush Gardens to uh, take the inaugural ride on Apollo's. <laughs> it sounds dirty as hell. To to ride oh. Apollo's chariot, the theme park's first. Hyper coaster. Wait, wait. Are you trying to make like this all fake with a conspiracy theory talking about Apollo? This is a fact. Apollo Apollo was the the god the Greek god that takes moves the sun around. Mm-hmm. That's how the days work. Science. Science. <laughs> but so this is the first hyper coaster, which means it's super fast or whatever. Ooh. So Fabio was hired to uh, help uh, promote it by taking the first ride. And, you know, he couldn't have prepared for what had happened. Was he going to wear a helmet to cover his chiseled face or all that flowing hair? No, Fabio boarded Apollo's chariot like a more handsome version of everyone else. Soaking in the momentousness of the event as part of a group, stepping down from his golden pedestal to be with the, the people. Common, the common the people. people. <laughs> Why well, is the people's champion? The thing well, about hyper coasters... Spread. <laughs> they get really high in the air, and not so high that your ears pop, but still pretty high. Ooh. A hyper coaster takes its passengers 200 feet or more above the ground, after which it drops them very, very fast. And it's called a giga coaster. Oh, really? Nobody, nobody calls it except for like roller coaster nerds. Yeah, yeah, or tycoon roller coaster tycoons hey. aficionados. Like John Rowe. <laughs> yes. Hey, don't thrill shame them. All right. Yeah, of course nobody counts this on a ten-pound flying obstacle getting in the way of someone's face, much less the face of the ride's most renowned passenger, Fabio. <laughs> and that's what happened on the on that fateful day. Roughly 73 miles per hour, Fabio's face collided with a very unlucky goose. Oh, it I is, can't believe it's not goose butter. It's blooded. <laughs> it exploded on his face. 
Oh, oh that's terrible. That's my beautiful face. <laughs> the blood out of his mouth. Was the goose eaten? okay, though? No. No, it fucking died, dead. I'm sure. It died. It's only miles an hour. That goose is a goose is cooked. I don't know. We watched a show where geese fell from the a cliff. Oh, and it's horrible. Cooked. It's like there's these geese at this place that they figured, oh, it's we're going to get away from predators, so we're going to lay our eggs on this mountain. <laughs> and then we're going to get off of that, and we're going to call our babies who just hatched not very long ago <laughs> off that cliff. And you just watch these poor baby geese plummet 20 feet and no, bounce. not 20 feet, honey. Hundreds of feet. You're, you're just watching them fall and fall and fall and fall and fall and fall. And then they would plunk, and then they would plunk, 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 and then fall. Birds are so dumb. <laughs> All right, sorry. It's horrifying. You watch it. What was it on? Was it our planet? Is that one of those? Oh, it's yeah. the other planet. Earth, Earth or, or, or whatever. Yeah, it's one of the newer it's ones so out, but it was just like I was the like, British oh my God. documentary. And they didn't just so show maybe it the once. goose is still they alive. It like over and over and over again. And it's like, look at that goose fall. <laughs> no, this isn't something to be mocked. Nineteen years oh. ago, a goose died. The same day a generation's drive for physical beauty and a little bit of our national innocence died with it. Yeah, but he's a foreigner. The photos and video that circulated endlessly for days after the incident. This was before the internet could do anything useful in the news cycle, so it was still pretty slow. But they were deceptively gruesome. All told, it took... All told, it took three stitches to get Fabio back in action. Still, his career never quite rebounded from the indignity it wasn't from the goose. of his goose blood covered face becoming national news. But despite his stoic good humor about the incident and his relatively neg- negligible physical injuries, Fabio was irrevocably hurt. Nobody could ever take him quite serious again. I think it was the him <coughs> swinging in on a rope, doing the. That's the one I remember, like a chandelier, where he's like, "I can't believe it's not butter, spread." It's like that. That that one did it for me. Or then he did the spray. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah, the spray. <laughs> but the other thing was that this happened on March thirtieth. 1999. So when it hit the press, everybody thought that it was just a joke because it was a little uh, holiday called April Fools. Yeah. Mm. So I think that's kind of funny. (laughs) Nobody took him. Except for Fabio, because he's just all sad. Poor Fabio. He's just like he's just flowing his hair. You can't see me. Sorry. But, <laughs> you know, he also doesn't have any hair. I have, so like, yeah, I have a quarter inch hair. But <laughs> just throwing my hair, and how come nobody takes me seriously anymore? And like, I can't gooses. believe it. Those damn gooses they got me in. I'm sorry, my chiseled face chiseled right through a poor goose. Do you think he like had this like <laughs> spray all over him? He's like, I can't believe it's not goose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it's pretty funny because the girls uh, look up the pictures. If you're driving, please pull over. But no, look, just look him up and look up the pictures. It's Fabio, and he's smiling. He's got a bunch of blood all over his face. And then there's um, one girl on one side, and then two girls on the other side of him, and they're dressed up like in um, togas, like you know, like Roman togas. Greek or, yeah. or Roman togas. And Why? They, and they're just like laughing at him. Because it's Apollo's the, chariot. Yeah, Apollo's chariot. Is the, yeah. <laughs> this is a moon theme the whole time. 
<laughs> oh my god. God. It's Roman. <clears throat> yeah. So, not Roman. Greek. Greek. Opa. Because Apollo in Roman is Mercury. Oh, that's To her, it could only be a fantasy. The stuff dreams are made of. So easy. So effortless. So tasty. I I can't believe. I can't believe it's not butter. It's great. Introducing an easy new way to enjoy fresh butter taste without any fat or calories. New I Can't Believe It's Not Butter Spray. It's not just a dream any longer. It says fantasies don't come true. All right, well, my... Um, I'm not going to give you... I don't want to intro my uh, topic with what my search was because it'll give away mm. everything. Uh, so I will follow that up at the end. But we're going to start with um, a woman. She was born in Germany, and then her family immigrated to the Midwest in the United States. And her name was Walburga. Walburga? Walburga. W-A-L-B-U-R-G-A. Walburga. Dolly, in quotes, Korschel. So her name was Dolly. She went by Dolly, but her name was Wahlberger. How do you get to that name? Is that just a German thing? get in here with the chicken loose. <laughs> I don't know. It's a terrible name. But So when they immigrated to the Midwest, her family was very poor, mm. as all of the Wahlbergen families were. <laughs> in her early 20s, she married a man named Fred. Mm. He mm. made aprons, aprons for mm. women. Specific. Oh, not women, but yeah. kitchen aprons kitchen for women. Oh, the flower <laughs> I don't know what he meant. But um, I wrote down in my notes that he had 60 seamstresses, and he was very driven. He pushed them hard to work faster. Um, He worked very hard. He worked very, very long hours. And he wasn't home a lot. That happens in life. Mm -hmm. And Did he have any seamsters, like men? Well, he was an alcoholic as well, or at least he (laughs) drank a lot. And he was very busy, very drunk. Sometimes violent when he spoke to her, and Dolly wasn't getting the attention that she wanted or needed. Mm-hmm. Sexual Girl. attention. So, but keep yeah, in mind the time frame. He wasn't uh, eating her out. Ooh, he was not eating that puss. <laughs> he wasn't threading the needle. He wasn't banging the Wahlberg. Well, and so. Dolly came from nothing, Wahlberg. In 1913 Wahlberg. is the time frame we're looking at. She was. It was around their 15th anniversary by then. She mm. was, They were childless, wealthy couple, youngish. She was mm. probably in her early 30s, maybe 33. Um, and on a fall day... Sweet, sweet apron money. Yeah. <laughs> Dolly said that her sewing machine, her personal sewing machine wasn't working. And of course, mm. Fred was at work. And he, she called him and was very angry and uh, said that her sewing machine wasn't working and she needed someone immediately. And she, re- different reporting, depending on what article you're reading, but basically she requested a particular repairman. repairman from sexy one, would you please? <laughs> right, to come repair my sewing machine. Because that sewing machine. And the... it goes in and out, 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 in and out. So she requested it, and Fred made it happen. Oh, and, <laughs> he did. 
You bet he did. So. <laughs> so well, little Johnny over here has such nimble fingers. <laughs> well, Berga opened the door. And nothing but a silk robe, stockings, and heavily perfumed. This is all strike. Are you trying to seduce me? <laughs> well, Berga showed him to her bedroom, where she kept her singer sewing machine. Dolly lounged on the bed while Otto adjusted her bobbin. <laughs> Dolly tucked her hair behind her ears slowly while biting her lip. Otto tightened her belts. Dolly lifted a leg sensually. Otto greased her shuttle shaft. <laughs> greased her shuttle shaft? <laughs> Dolly I would leave that to a professional. <laughs> he is a professional! He is a professional. <laughs> you call it the best. <laughs> Dolly let her robe fall open. Whoops! And according to Otto, he threaded her needle eight times that afternoon. Oh, oh so the pun so. was already in the story. I didn't even have to add <laughs> you that. Right. Was, you ruined it. You ruined it. I was one step ahead of the game. Well, there's only one thing you can do to a sewing machine. So. Thread that needle, baby. <laughs> she requested this 17-year-old man boy. I'm going to call him a boy because at 17, you are a child, but I get that in the early 1900s. In that time, he was all men. He was all men. So Otto... um, Was he circumcised? I don't know that detail. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know. That's a good search term. Was he circumcised? Was he circumcised? So Otto was described in an an article as, uh, Little Otto stood just under five feet. Oh, so he was a wee little man. He's a wee little man. He had a receding chin, buggy eyes, and severe acne with a somewhat dripping nose. I don't know what that means. Did he always say, Glavin? Are you trying to seduce me there? Wow. I'm just trying to adjust your shuttle cock. No, that's badminton. Shuttle cock is Shit. Well, anyways, they apparently fucked like four to eight hours routinely nice. they were attracted to each other he began to frequent the house mm-hmm. they they them was fucking mm-hmm. and uh, he was you know he was going to the house he was fixing the sewing machine he was running errands for mr fred uh they were you know secretive mm-hmm. but uh and apparently he was popular fred with fred fred liked him probably because he was doing chores for him he was taking care of his wife and I, I couldn't, there's no way to really, like, certainly ascertain what happened. Like, some reporting say that nosy neighbors begin to ask about Otto's presence. Well, you know, him being around. Oh, if he's bringing gifts, then yeah, you, yeah, you question that. Or you bring in another man's wife. Right. And then oh, also, presents. You mean just showing up at the house? No, his semen. Oh. oh <laughs> no, no. Uh. No, but there, there were some... People that said that he went on a trip with her alone to St. Louis, and then mm. after that, meet me in St. Louis. M- yeah, Fred was Fred. <laughs> oh, strike! Was oh, like, strike. get out! Do not touch my wife. Mm. He wasn't Austrian. He's American. So get out of my, you know, was get he out of Austrian American. I don't know. <laughs> so, anyways, he supposedly told whether it was because they were being found out or because. Mr. Fred said, get the fuck out of mm. here. Again, a little he, fresh. He disappeared. Oh, the boy did? Right, to mm. the public guy. But, in reality, um, Adali and Otto had a plan to continue their affair. So, Otto would quit his job, live in the attic of her house, mm. 
That way he couldn't be seen coming or going. And they could continue to fuck during the day. Perfect. Perfect. So, in Fred's Not around. perspective, Dolly and Otto continued for five years to pull the wool over Fred's eyes in Milwaukee in four different houses. So, he, Otto lived in... Well, he was a small little man. She could fit him in her luggage. Yeah, it was a very small <laughs> attic, but he lived in their attic. Well, I will say that Fred did complain sometimes about hearing noises and Dolly would always say it was like his imagination or some frisky mice or bats you know whatever frisky dingoes but I could get up and down but Otto basically he slept above their marital bed he would come out of his attic room during the day to help her with housework um you know do the dishes spin her crank or make a bathtub of gin Whatever. <laughs> I don't... That was like a random one that was in one article that no bath one ever... Gym. He made bathtub gym, but those were on the right time. My grandpa used to make bathtub gym. So, at night, yeah, though... Grandma. Totally normal. Because he'd have to be quiet when Fred got home, but Fred worked long hours, but he would read uh, stories and mysteries at night by candlelight, and he mm. would write pulp fiction stories Ooh. of adventure and lust at oh. his young age. Lost, you say. This went on, like I said, for almost five years of Fred not knowing a damn thing, him living in the attic, them having 48 hours of sex, four to eight hours of sex on a daily (laughs) basis. Apparently he did the majority of the chores uh, (laughs) as well. Holy crap. But so and this is like this isn't now times this is a hundred years ago times which I think is pretty impressive. Yeah. But in 1918, Fred decided uh, to expand and move his factory to California, to mm-hmm. Los Angeles area. California way, that's where the aprons. Oh, the California it. way, where all the wives <laughs> need the aprons. They need the aprons out there in mm-hmm. California. He wanted to make the seamstress's fingers bleed out west mm-hmm. as well. I said, Fred, you move away from here. California is the place you ought to be. Oh, out in California way. <laughs> so he loaded up the aprons and he moved to Beverly. He saw the prospect. <laughs> <laughs> so Dolly agreed to make the move if with you him. you are pounding on your steering wheel right now, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So Dolly agreed to move with him. They, their marriage was strained, right? Like, she wasn't happy, he wasn't happy, whatever. But she agreed to move with him. As long as the new home had an attic, and she made sure it had an attic, and she sent Otto there before she, she ever moved. she says attic, she thinks attic. Oh, <laughs> dick, dick. Oh, this house has got a big old dick. <laughs> an old big old attic. So when they when they got to Los Angeles, uh, basically life continued on the same way for Dolly, with Otto living in the attic and not leaving the house ever. What a fucking loser. For four more years. So nine years. Nine <laughs> years. He was so happy. Of living in. You get a steady meal. This is. It goes. If you have a God given right. talent, turn it into a profession. Is he just up there eating fish heads or what? <laughs> no, so actually, they did say that Fred noticed an increase in like food costs when they moved mm, to. California way? Well, because it was a little bit more expensive, yeah. right? Yeah. But he did. Yeah. But they, she just, you know, wrote it off to. It costs more out here, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. she. Missy's growling, but 
No, they, she what they were paying for his food. She was, you know, he was eating. He was downstairs for like ten hours a day when he was yeah. not at work. Whatever, as you can probably already ascertain, <laughs> Fred and Dolly's murdered. Fred and Dolly's marriage deteriorated. No, over time, really? and they regularly fought. And he was oh. he drank a lot. Um, th- so she there was. Been getting- dick on both ends. Yeah, she absolutely was, because he was he was specifically over their marital bed, most of the houses they lived in, I think. He's probably up there jerking it, listening to them fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Breathing heavy. <laughs> he's, like, she's, he's like, what is that noise? She's like, it's the mice. It's turn around. It's just that big old go 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 ghost. This big old ghost in every house we live in. She's like, I don't know. Now that I think of it, maybe I should stop packing the ghost every time we move. It's still knocking over my knickknacks. <laughs> so in 1922, Dolly and Fred had a particular tizzy after a dinner party, and Otto came downstairs worried that Dolly was in danger, and he shot Fred in the uh, several times. Easy peasy, should have done that years ago. <laughs> but he was worried about Dolly getting in trouble, him getting in trouble, so he locked her in a closet. Mm-hmm. To make mm. it look like she was robbed, and he took a couple things, and then he went back into his fucking room. <laughs> classic, classic, that's a classic auto move. So <laughs> they actually did. The police they're like, came. They're missing a bunch of fish heads. <laughs> they're all gone. Somebody's taking all these fish heads, and I don't know what's the going co- on. The here. cops are like, don't people don't steal fish heads? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. No, he took particularly a diamond bracelet or watch oh. as well. But anyways, the police came. They did charge her with like a murder, oh. put her in jail or whatever, and they didn't really have much on her. At all, because she's saying she was robbed, and they're like, well, it kind of looks like a robbery, but also kind of doesn't. Um, and looks like she, the robber came from inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> she hired a lawyer. What was his name? Fucking. Weinstein. Wine, no, it was Shapiro. Oh. oh. Herman. So, <laughs> she hired. Said, if the auto doesn't fit, you must acquit. <laughs> <laughs> so, she hired Herman. Who she actually gave this one of the things that Otto stole to him as a present later on, mm. which is kind of funny. But um, she hired him, or he's you know her lawyer, and she was like, "You have to go to my house and feed this guy who's living in my attic. He's my vagabond brother." <laughs> and so oh he actually went to her house to feed. He's like knocked on where she said, and he. You know, brought him food and shit, and he was like, "Oh my god, another person! I'm gonna talk to another person in ten years." So he spelled the whole thing. It was like, "I've been her sex slave for ten years, and I've been living erotic, and I've been fucking her while she was with this guy." <laughs> yeah, shot him. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a lawyer, so he can't say anything. Yeah. So he didn't say anything. So they went through the trial, and they're like, "Oh shit, we don't really have much. We gotta drop it." Even though like the other lawyers had seen this watch that it was stolen, they knew that shit was shady. But also. Otto. So Otto was there, you know, still living in that attic. I'm assuming Herman was feeding her, feeding him, and then she was feeding him when she got out of jail. But then Herman, despite the fact she's got a sex slave living in her attic for however many years in the 19, early 1900s, was like, I want to be with you. <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to be with you. So he said, but to be with you, you got to get rid of the weird guy in the attic. So mm. Otto flees for Canada and actually meets a woman and gets married 
which is nice. So there were also guns involved that were, you know, obviously he shot him with it. And she, like, gave one to a neighbor, okay, to bury. And then she gave the other gun to some guy she sucked his dick and was fucking at some point while she was with the lawyer guy. And was like, get rid of this gun. So then the lawyer, like, Otto went off. And Otto did come back to the area because of things. I'm not sure why. I don't think she, he, like, hooked up with her or anything. When he came back, he was married. But during this whole process, she broke up with the lawyer. Oh. And out of spite, he outed her. Oh. And went to the police and was like, yeah, she murdered him. And here's the watch, you know, whatever she gave me and blah, 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 blah. You can go look at the details. It's pretty interesting. And there are actually some, like, news articles at the time which are really funny. Because the way that they're like, a naughty vamp. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, keeps cave boy. Batman cave boy. They call him the Batman. Because he was a cave boy. Pre-Batman. Hostage. And so they tried them both. Aww. Both Otto and? And her. But, so, they, by this time, by the time they actually pressed charges, I mean, she was old. Like, old old AF. And uh, so, Otto, they charged with, like, manslaughter or something. And But it had actually been, like, nine months since the statute of limitations ran out. So he got mm. off. And then she got charged with, like, conspiracy or something, and she yeah. got off. She didn't serve a day, <laughs> day of time. And she lived a long, wealthy life, and then yeah. uh, married another businessman. Nice. Died in 1961. So it is true, ladies. You don't have to settle for limp dick. You can get dick get down. Get that sewing repairman to thread that bobbin. There you go. Mm-hmm. Thread that bobbin. But is that I, the moral of the story? No, there oh, was no the moral. The moral of the story is, you know, don't <laughs> don't bust your ass working hard making those sweet, sweet aprons, man, because it's not going to You can just be trouble. the yeah, guy who fishes. Yeah, worked his ass off you know? and died anyways. He, he had, had one actually... passion. One passion in all the world, and well, that was only... making sweet, sweet aprons. The night he got quote, Don't quote, be the violent. apron man. Be the fish head eating man. He didn't eat didn't... fish heads. You're turning this into a Hey Arnold episode, and it's pissing me off. Not Hey Arnold. This is a Treehouse of Horror. Simpsons. 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 Yep, Simpsons. Yeah, it was his uh, He's like, I've been training. I've been practicing. Look, it's a pigeon rat. And then the stupid... But... Um, but my story uh, venture started with me searching. I think someone's living in my attic. <laughs> someone's living in my attic. <laughs> no, but there have been like stories where yeah. people didn't know. All the like, fucking yeah. time yeah. of modern day, like even now, uh, my ex-boyfriend got out of prison and he's been living in my attic. Like, it's fucked up, So man. I was going to date a bat. Well, there's, like, this video. It might not be real, but there's this video that this guy put out and, like, upsetting stuff about people, like, stealing his food and shit. And he, so he put up a camera, and then you could see this, like, girl, like, crawl out of his deep cupboard and, like, eat shit off of his counter and then, like, go back. It's like, fuck no. Wait, what? This is terrifying shit. I grew up shit. on a farm. I was always worried that there was somebody out in the barn. So or the, the squatter's paradise. That was a, you shut the light you off on the barn, and then you right. run to the house at night. 
Yeah, like I it's know. like the basement thing, except this was an entire farm. And then imagine watching like a movie like Scream or anything like that, and going outside to do chores at night. Oh, I thought you were dark. saying like saying. I thought you were saying like seeing David Arquette act. Yeah, gotcha. I mean that's scary too. <laughs> but I'm just saying He's like a national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time to pay the bills. Here is a message from our sponsor. Have you had encounters with the paranormal? Is there something haunting you at night? Is it in the basement? Is it really big? Check out big fucking ghost removal services. I had a one big old ghost filling up almost half my basement. It was knocking over my Christmas knickknacks and taking up too much darn space. Thanks to BFG Removal Services, I can finally build me the tiny train set of my dreams. Visit us at bfgremoval.com and use offer code MYGOODNESS to receive 15% off your next big fucking ghost removal. Speaking of that, we'll move on to the fast facts. Alright. On average, 100 people choke to death on ballpoint pens every year. Oh, really? Yep. What are they choking on? The ballpoint pen every year. <laughs> yeah, I got that part, dummy. The piece breaks off? I don't know. Yeah, well, the like whole pen gets lodged in there. And then they die. <laughs> you just got it stuck in there. The pound key on They're your keyboard. pens? Oh, you mean the hashtag? The hashtag <laughs> is called an octotroph. An octagon? Octotroft. Octotroft? Octotroft. The human heart creates enough pressure when it pumps out to the body to squirt blood 30 feet. Yeah. I've seen seen people... Squirting blood 30 feet? Yep. Yeah. And I punctured my... uh, On a window? Me too. I punctured an artery and I squirted far. It was bad. It was like it was like a horror scene. Like I actually flipped the light on because I did it. It was dark. Dude, you know, just get back. (laughs) It's like just blood everywhere. To quote the Gungan King, (laughs) back on track of Sean's topic of farts. uh, First night home from the hospital with my oldest daughter. She diarrhea shedded projectile so high it hit my ceiling. Mm. So there you go. Bats <laughs> always turn left when exiting a cave. AKA your butt. So Otto always <laughs> exited to the cave of To the right if you didn't want to run into bats. And then the our fifth fast fact is all of the clocks in the movie Pulp Fiction are stuck on for twenty that's stupid. That's dumb, huh? <laughs> Do you have additional search terms? Yeah, I've got some additional search terms this week. Uh, go ahead and look up God Hates Shrimp. God Hates Shrimp, huh? <laughs> Is it just a picture of God from Monty Python with a giant cooler? I don't know. You're going to have to In the Hobby it. Lobby parking is lot. It, is, it the, is, it, is it the script? How much for those scripts? What do you got the scripts? Yeah, the scripts. <laughs> You could get you could get twenty five scrimps for a dollar. That's a steal. <laughs> All right, and next, go ahead and I want you to search farting for cash. Farting for cash. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 
Because I'm gonna make some money. Mm. Yeah, make it's some like money. those articles are like quick ways to make money mm-hmm. for millennials or whatever. Uh, actually, I seen that job listing <laughs> on Collegians once. This guy was looking for a lady. Uh, to come and uh, fart for him. Come and fart. I'll no, come no, no, and fart for him. How much does it pay? Is it better than a regular job? You might. I mean, you might only have to work, you know, a couple hours. Then. <laughs> and then last, if you haven't heard of Tonetta on YouTube, T-O-N-E-T-T-A, uh, look up Tonetta. Tonetta. Tonetta and the song Pressure Zone. Oh, Pressure Zone. Huh? I mean. Dun 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 A very sexy I don't want to give away too much, but it's a a very sexy uh not woman. Not woman? Woman boy? Man boy? Lady man? That's just a man. We wanna thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We wanna thank uh Robin and Sean for coming on. And uh, check out our Instagram, Clear History Podcast. Go to our website. Go to our website. And uh, otherwise, uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks yeah. for listening. Uh, I think, I don't know. Do you have we... a word of wisdom to leave them with? Me? Yeah. What are you doing? I was going to leave them with this. You can say that, please. Is that Tanaka? No. Dozens of these videos. This is just my favorite. <laughs>